Good afternoon. I can understand why so many people would be afraid to use a new technology because every time you turn around you see something that's not good about it. I want to talk to you today about the use of Zoom. Especially because today there was a report in Haaretz which is the newspaper from Israel, its main left-leaning newspaper, about Holocaust remembrance service that was using Zoom to broadcast from a location in Germany. And in the middle of the beginning part of the broadcast, somebody had logged in and was displaying anti-Semitic and Nazi symbols and diatribes, which would be enough for most people to say, that's it, I don't want anything. But if you read the article even further, you would find out that what the organizers of that event did was they turned it off, and had everybody log into a Zoom conference. Zoom is a bridge. Zoom is a tool that you find online, like using Skype or um, Google Talks or any of those other WhatsApp video. The technology is a bridge that allows people to connect. But the problem with Zoom at the beginning was that everybody was using it. All you have to do is download Zoom and all you need to do, if you know nothing else, is to set yourself up and ask somebody else to connect with you using Zoom. The organizations that have run into trouble ran into trouble because they told the entire world what they were doing. They made it possible for anybody that knew about what was going on to log in. It's like opening up a restaurant and letting anybody in that wanted to go in and then having problems with some of the patrons and realizing that maybe they shouldn't let just anybody in, they should restrict who can get in. So that's what Zoom did. Zoom set up restrictions so that if I'm starting a conference, I have to set it up. I go to a Zoom address, just www.zoom.com, that's easy enough. You go to a Zoom address and you set up a conference. And when you set up that conference, if you have the right kind of access, meaning you're not just anybody, you've set up an account for yourself and you might even be paying for that account. Paying for that account is even better. So if you're a teacher listening to this or a parent listening to this, it's even better if you have paid. It doesn't cost a lot. It might be 10 or $12 a year, but you pay for the protection that you get.
So you go and you set yourself up and you set up a meeting afterwards. You give the meeting a name. You identify what the meeting is going to be about with a headline, with a title. And then you get back from Zoom, all done digitally, of course, and rapidly. You get back a number. I believe it's a 10-digit number, like a phone number. And that's the number for the conference. Then when you turn around, you also, after you've done that, you get a password. And that's another number. But in order to get into your conference, which you've set up at that address, whoever you invite has to have that as well. So you don't publish it in the newspaper. You don't put it in, in Facebook. You don't advertise it. You send an email invitation with the instructions and the address and the password to whomever you want to participate. And then those people log in at the time you've specified and you moderate or you control the meeting. When I first noticed Zoom, I participated in, in an online, serve, uh, online meeting. And then I realized because the screen has pictures of all of the people participating and the, they light up when they start to talk. The person controlling the meeting can make sure nobody can talk or make sure only certain people at certain times can talk. Or nobody talks except the moderator. Same thing with sending messages. There's options after you've played around with the pull-down menus. There's options for putting your hand up. So if you wanted to speak to the moderator or speak to the group, the moderator sees the hand and then can acknowledge you unmute you or you can send messages to the participants and you get a listing of all the participants so the first time i participated i found it fascinating so fascinating fascinating that i turned around and i used zoom to set up a family seder for passover i had no idea what it was going to be like but my nephew who is a full professor at Trent University in Peterborough, he used his corporate account. So there was no restrictions on the time the Zoom conference could be or when it could be or anything like that. He had paid, his the institution paid for the use of Zoom for that meeting. And I organized it so that each person had a job. And it, as it went along, I gave them the unmute so they could talk and talk to everybody in the family. We had a little bit of a family gathering beforehand and a little bit of a family gathering after. Like everything you do the first time, there are always problems. You know that. Whenever you try to do something the first time, you bake a cake or you, or you paint a room or you 
play a game of golf. Anything you do the first time, you make all kinds of mistakes, but you try to learn from your mistakes. So I know the next time I do that, there are things I would do differently. But it sure makes it easy because you can see the people and you can talk to them back and forth. And you could have, for you as a teacher, if you're a teacher, your whole class. Or if you're a parent, all of your sons or daughters' friends. You could arrange for them to talk together at the same time. Now, since that first meeting in three weeks, I've heard of online seders, online Sunday classes, online Sunday school and Hebrew school, online tutorials. You see musicians tutoring their students who are learning instruments. It is a very robust, powerful tool, meaning it can do a lot of things, but you need to experiment with it. And I'm going to end with what I always told my students from the beginning when we were technology. Never be afraid to just shut down and start all over again. Because when you shut down, you eliminate all the mistakes. But you have to reflect on what you did wrong so the next time you won't make those mistakes again. Zoom is a powerful, powerful tool for online learning. And you won't know how powerful it is until you participate. And it's very easy to begin to play around with it. Don't be afraid to try. Bye for now.